It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands. Listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
I'm Dave Hawkins with The Antidote. That was whitewashed from August Burns Red. Now, it's pretty rare to use the adjective beautiful when used to describe a metal band, but it's more than appropriate when it's used with this particular artist. August Burns Red remains as one of the most popular metal bands on the planet, and deservedly so. ABR produces really absolutely beautiful metalcore, and over the next hour, you're going to be hearing some of their music. August Burns Red passed through southern Ontario a couple of weeks back, and I was able to take in their show in London. Jacob Lures spent some time in conversation with The Antidote, discussing music in general and the life of August Burns Red. So let's start off with the first portion of the interview with Jacob Lures, and then the flamenco-influenced song, Internal Canon, from August Burns Red's latest album, Leveler. This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. And we're here with the one and only August Burns Red. And I'm speaking with vocalist Jacob Loris. Hey, how's it going? I'm Jake Loris, lead vocalist of August Burns Red. And I'm actually really, really excited to do this interview. Yeah, that makes me glad too. <laughs> but I think you're just being polite. No. <laughs> now, August Burns Red displayed some new influences on the album Constellations. And those have continued to a greater degree on the newest release leveler. So ABR seems to be reaching into a, almost an art metal realm on Leveler. So what's up with this musical progression? Honestly, the simplest response to that is just progression, growth in the band. As musicians and just as we uh, mature as you know into adulthood and, and grow in the music world, I think it's just the direction that we're just naturally taking. It's not anything that we've um, said, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. I think it's really just is what's just evolving from uh, our musicianship and just um, maturing as a musician. So I like it. I, I think it's a cool direction because I, I think it's something more clever. And for August Burns Red, we've never really wanted to be the same ever on any record or, or even, you know, trying to just let each track have its own identity, you know, I think is really important for us. So I think with that kind of concrete, like, foundation... I think what's birth is uh, what you're saying is like this um, arty metal music. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, some of the radical changes that come to mind are uh, 116, 2011, and internal canon. How have August Burns Red fans reacted to the new style, the new music? I think they've responded um, really, really well. Like a lot of our fans were really excited and just kind of surprised, but the surprise wasn't a negative thing for most of our fans. Um, some of our fans, maybe it was a little much for them, but with that being said, there's plenty of other tracks on uh, the record leveler that are more appealing to them or that, you know, kind of fit um, what they expect from August Runes Red. I think what our thing is that we want to progress and stay in our realm as far as what August Runes Red is and what the root of August Runes Red is musically. Um, yet we do want to experiment. We do want to go outside the box and we don't want to write the same record over again. I think the the day musicians stop growing is the day that fans stop listening um, because they don't want to hear another Constellations. They don't want to hear another Messengers. Even if they say, well, I like Messengers better, well, had we wrote another Messengers, you would be saying to me, wow, you wrote Messengers again, you know, and uh, that would have brought disappointment as well. So it's really um, the grass is greener on the other side kind of thing, um, sometimes with some of our fans. However, I will say hands down that our fans are the most loyal, supportive, dedicated fans I think any band will ever have. And, and with that being said, you know, I think that is just one more reason why we, we write 
and grow because we know that we have kids and fans growing with us. Talking about not repeating the same album all over again. You've got a new release coming out uh, October 9th. 
This one's a bit of a change of pace, but you want to explain what it is that August Burns Red is going to be putting out? Um, yeah, we're we're actually about to release a Christmas album, <laughs> Sled in Hill, I think, I'm pretty sure that's the name. Sled in Hill, for years, um, since basically since the beginning of August Burns Red, we've always released um, a Christmas song like every two years or so. And um, they've been a real big hit with our fans, and uh, it's just something that, you know, is built in the character of what August Burns Red is, and uh, we wanted to give a full album of Christmas carols. And so, really, it's a, a lot of them are covers, and there's there are a few original Christmas um, carols, um, but you won't be hearing my vocals on any of them. That was just a decision that we decided to make. You know, let's leave the screaming for the metal, and let's just leave the holidays holidays with, with just a nice melody and tune. So... These are songs that you can listen to home with your family on Christmas, and uh, you know you won't have any screaming or hollering. It's uh, it's quite fitting for the season. So yeah, check it out, and uh, I think there's a single up flurries that we've already posted up. Uh, so that'll give you a little taste of the direction of what the uh, Christmas records will sound like. Christmas comes early on the antidote. Streaming online is this song, Sleigh Ride, from the upcoming Christmas album by August Burns Red.
Hey guys, what's going on? This is Jake Lures from August Burns Red, and you're with The Antidote 92.7 FM.
Your Little Suburbia is in Ruins from the 2005 Thrill Seeker album from August Burns Red. Now back to the discussion with Jacob Lures. So I'm going to ask you to be a little self-analytical. And this is a bit of a pointed question, but you got to admit, Metal Realms, it's a fairly congested genre. What do you think makes August Burn Red stand out from the rest of the crowd? Because obviously you guys are at the top of the heap. That's a really difficult question. And however I respond to this, I just want uh, people to know that it's not an ego trip or, or, or boasting by any means because I don't like doing that. And every musician I'm sure that you would interview and ask this question would say, well, we're different in this way. Um, and quite frankly, I, I think a lot of bands aren't very different from one another. And it's really hard to find something that's new under the sun because um, a lot of things, like you said, I mean, this, this industry is oversaturated. I think one thing is that our inspiration or our influences, we're influenced by music that is not a uh, metal uh, genre. We listen to a lot of ambient music, a lot of acoustic stuff, a lot of um, indie rock or just, um, you know, spacey music, things that aren't fitting to the demographic of the uh, metal industry. So I think that might have a, a bit of a, um, an impact as to how we might sound different. I'll never say that we fully sound different. And and we have our roots, too. You know, I was founded off of Hope's Fall and Norma Jean, Bless the Martyr. Um, I was rooted in... Um, poison the well you know bands like that you know so it's it's never fully yours you know you have a foundation you have bricks that you build off of however what i've always said to kids that say they're they want to be in a band or they've got a band take what you know and apply it but don't replicate soak it in and absorb it but but um continue to be you you know because uh, that's the important thing that's that's what's going to really shine through and that's i think the key Another thing that really works well is that JB is the main songwriter, but we all influence the the sound. We all decide. We all make decisions. There's not just you know one cook in the kitchen. So with that being said, if there's new ideas coming from four or five other guys, and we're all humble enough to respect those ideas and use them and apply them, I think that that's the real you know progression part. Not just having one guy write songs all the time. Um, and having one guy write the lyrics all the time, you know, and I think that's what keeps us not different, but on top. So it's it's really more heart stuff and internal stuff than it is anything else, I would say. True, because you can often find bands where, you know, they really are duplications because you've just got a single person is the band yeah. and everybody else is just there for support.
this before with some other bands but what are your thoughts on the general acceptance of christian metal bands in the mainstream market christian metal for me it's taken me years to really come to a conclusion as to what that means being a christian metal band and um i'm definitely deeply rooted in my faith in christ however i would not call our band a christian band as much as i would call it christians in a metal band and i'll explain to you the difference if you're going to represent Christ and label your metal band or whatever band it is Christian, I believe that then it's meant to be used as a ministry for Christ. I believe that if that's the case, that you minister on stage, I believe if that's the case, you, you use it as a way to preach the gospel. For August Burns Red, that's not what we are. We're not a ministry band. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love um, Sleeping Giant. Those guys, they're a true Christian band. Uh, Maddie Montgomery with For Today, those guys are true Christian metal bands. August Burns Red are Christians in a metal band. We do express our morals and values of our Christian foundation, our, our Christian uh, beliefs through our lyrics. When I get off stage, it's a time for me to connect with fans and talk about my faith or if I feel led, preach the gospel or um, open myself to pray with people. Um, let God use me. Now, he uses this band through our lyrics. And, and when I am on stage, I worship God. But there is a fine difference. There's a fine line there. And I think that that's gotten really kind of tainted over time. Because, you know, you get all these dudes, yeah, we're a Christian band. Well, what does that mean? You know, and then they get on stage and they don't, they're not preaching but they, they're using Jesus' name, labeling them with his name. And I think there's a lot of responsibility that goes into that. And so you just have to be really careful with that. Because that's spiritual stuff, you know, and that's, and that's Christ's name that you're putting on that. Unfortunately, uh, with mankind following Christ um, and maybe not being to the level of spirituality that they should be with that relationship, have tainted Christianity already. His name's already been tainted by us. We don't need to taint it more. You know what I mean? Uh, so just be careful. And I've decided that, you know, as much as I love the kids and I love uh, talking about my faith with Christ and all of that, and I would prefer to do ministry work off of uh, the stage and be one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know if I answered your question quite well, but... But I think you did. Just explain to both to you and to the listeners is that the focus of The Antidote is really on Christian rock, but we're having bands that are sharing a Christian worldview. 
So it's not necessarily from a ministry standpoint, but really from the artistic standpoint. You know, I get this from a lot of Christians. Well, you scream, you know, that's satanic, or you sound demonic, things like that. And honestly, as far as what God does, like, let's not put God in a box. I don't want you to hear what I said and go, oh, well, then it's just ministry or no ministry. You know, if if you're a Christian and you're in a band and you're doing something for God, God can use that, and it can be a ministry. Just what I mean as far as ministry is, you know, making it something that you're labeling, you know. But, but let's not, you know, put God in a box and say, oh, well, because you're not a Christian band and you're not ministering to kids on stage, that doesn't mean that God can't use your band to help people. I get that all the time. Redemption is a song that we wrote in Messengers, and that's actually about my personal experience of giving my life to Christ. And I get kids that say, you know, that really led me to God or has helped my direction with building a relationship with God. And so, you know, that's what I mean. You know, don't let's not put God in a box. This next song will be forever in my top ten song list. The truly great track, Redemption by August Burns Red. Yeah. 
you guys have had a lot of time touring on the road, and probably with good and bad experiences, but right now you've got to tell us the horror story from the road. What's the worst experience you ever had? Okay, this is going to be it for sure. Um, we were on tour with Under Oath. I'm driving. This is when we were, we were in a van and trailer. Everybody's sleeping, and I'm driving, and Matt's driving. I think we're leaving Florida, and we're driving back to Pennsylvania. And it's like maybe 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning, and the sun's just about to rise. And I'm driving, and I look in the rearview mirror, and I see flames spitting out of the side of the trailer between the wheels. And I go, oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, Matt, our, our trailer's on fire. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, man, our trailer's on fire. He's like, pull over, pull over. And so we pull over, and we get out real quick, and we run, and this thing's just on fire. Just the bottom, it's just spewing flames. So we're picking up rocks and dirt, and we're shoveling this stuff. We didn't have any water. However, gross, side note, but is part of the story. You know, when you're driving overnight from Florida to Pennsylvania, you're just going. You know what I mean? You don't do a lot of stopping. You stop, kick ass, and then you go to sleep. And you get some food, you go to sleep. And we do shifts. You know, sometimes when you got to pee and you're a male, you can do it in a bottle. Well, we only have males on our tour. So what I had wasn't water, but I had six bottles of urine. So Matt and I are unleashing these bottles of urine on the flames, on the tires and the axle to put it out. And we finally put this thing out. And then we get a tow truck, and he drives us to the um, hotel, and we drop the trailer off. And it takes about a day. And then we finally get that back. Well, a storm was coming. Um, a huge snowstorm. Unfortunately, when we took off and we got our trailer fixed and we started heading back, we hit this massive snowstorm. And we spent a night on the highway, just in traffic. I mean, moving literally maybe a foot an hour. Like nothing. Absolutely nothing. Everyone's just, it's chaos. And uh, so we ended up just staying in this van and trailer for like, I think it took us three days to get home. Um, one full night on the highway, just stuck in traffic. The second night, we um, we couldn't get any further, so we had to stop at a hotel, and we just stayed there. And then the third night, at around 4 a.m., I think, or something, we, we finally got home. It was a disaster.
One of ABR's more obscure songs was that one, Pride and Humility, from a 2007 compilation album. Now, Thrill Seeker was the first album by August Burns Red back in 05. From that album, Listen Up to Barbarian, and after that we head back to Jacob speaking with The Antidote.
August Burns Red has toured the globe with a multitude of bands. So can you name one band that you would love to perform with but never had the chance? I think it'd be pretty cool to tour with uh, Coldplay. I mean, that's a never never going to happen, but that band has definitely impacted me, and uh, and I know my drummer Matt quite a lot. Uh, there's a band called Cigarose that's uh, instrumental, and I really, really love them. That would be pretty neat. A heavy hitter, like a big, 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 big band. Bruce Springsteen's pretty, pretty bad, eh? I like him. I've always liked him. I thought he, he's just a good performer and he's a good songwriter. And he's got that heavy old school rock. He'll always be that. You know, I'm, I'm a tough guy from Jersey, kind of, you know, but I can woo the women thing. You know what I mean? And, and it's just cool, man. And he's, I don't know how old he is, but he's still got it. You know, I mean, he's sliding across the stage and rocking around. So um, it would be cool just to do something like that. Oh! 
Vital Signs, and now the beautiful instrumental track from Leveler, 116 2011. As a band, what does August Burns Red hope to accomplish? What is the ultimate goal? I know as a whole we want to progress and we want to just continue to write music that impacts people's lives in a positive way. I know across the board that's how everybody feels. I know that we just want to keep continuing setting the bar even higher for the metal industry. We want to be the leaders, not the followers. You know, We want to, um, we want to lead this genre and we want to make a, an impact that is known in history You know, as far as our music. You know, I mean, that's that would be an amazing goal. You know, that'd be an amazing dream to come true. For me personally, I want the lyrics and the music to impact these kids in a positive way to change the course of their lives so that they too can go out and live their dreams and their passion. And my main motivation is my personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I feel like this band he blessed me with. I feel that he's blessed me with the gift to be a vocalist. I feel he's blessed me with the desires of my heart to minister and to connect with the youth. And so for me personally, I think my main goal is that I just let myself be used through Christ to do whatever it is that he wants me to do out here for the limited amount of time that I have. Because I know in the next five years or ten years, no one's going to care about August Burns Red. So what people care about is the here and now. And what I care about is what God wants me to do here and now. So that when five or ten years, this kid who loved our music doesn't remember me anymore but there was something that I did at a moment in his life that changed him to be where he is today. And I want to give that credit to God, not myself. So that's my ultimate goal for me personally. This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. been speaking with Jacob Lures, lead vocalist for August Burns Red. Jacob, thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for spending all this time. No problem, man. You're awesome. And, um, and I did enjoy the interview. Really, I did. It was good. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. You've been listening to The Antidote and our feature on August Burns Red. The Antidote is heard through the facilities of Trent Radio, C-Triple-F, Peterborough, 92.7 FM. Stay tuned in for Melancholy Holler with Shannon Colkeen, and that's coming up at 10. You're not going to want to miss next week's show as The Antidote switches up musical styles once again as we hear from Ravenhill and their soul-infused indie rock. Our last track for tonight on The Antidote, Carpe Diem from August Burns Red Leveler Album. 